When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, 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 and welcome to Quick Drag EW's Season 14 recap series adapted from our weekly live Twitter Spaces chats with the gals at 10.05 p.m. Eastern, 7.05 Pacific on the EW handle. And today we're sifting through the rubble of the first explosive argument of Season 14 that we deliciously dived into with the woman at the center of it all, Miss Jasmine Kennedy, who caught up with me for a discussion about bringing the inner drama queen out of Maddie Morphosis, the phone call she received from Alyssa Edwards after RuPaul compared her to a younger version of the dancing diva last week, and clearing the air on her sweet relationship with Cornbread in the wake of them butting heads over chit-chat in the workroom. Enjoy. Hi, Joey. How are you? I'm, I'm so sorry. I was going through the Queensboro tunnel, but I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a struggle. I am so glad that you made it through the tunnel, that we are now seeing the light with you here. Thank you so much for joining me. It is really great to speak with you. And I just want to ask, are you, I just want to make sure, are you taking notes on your little notebook on this conversation? I know you like to do notes. Oh, baby. <laughs> you know I love a notebook. You know I love everything and all of the above. So, baby, the notes are ready. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, you cracked me up, Jasmine. Yeah. I really love talking with you. It's it's all love for you. I'm just teasing you. But we have to start with Miss Jasmine. I mean, the talk of this episode, this untucked moment with you and Maddie. I mean, you promised in our very first interview, which everybody can watch on EW.com, um, that you were the drama of the season, but I didn't expect Maddie to be the one yeah. <laughs> clashing with you. Yes. And I think yes. the, this is your moment, have it. I mean, that line will be in the opening credits of Untucked season uh, 15. Yeah. Like it's, it was just great television. So please, I would love to hear from you. What exactly sort of like set you off in that moment at the beginning of this clash? Cause it escalated very quickly. Yes, absolutely. Now, first and foremost, I would like to say, that uh, me and Maddie are bestest of friends. We talk almost every other week. So I'd just like to preface that right now that nobody needs to understand hey, it's Maddie and vice versa because we're all here collectively as a sisterhood. But <laughs> if we want to get to the <laughs> of it all, me and Maddie were talking there and essentially um, I know I'm the queen of the gab, but I felt like he was talking a lot and things like that and cutting off girls X, Y, and Z. And basically I was like, girl, you're talking a lot. And essentially you guys saw me and him both took our anger out at the fact that we were both on the bottom on each other. You know what I mean? Like we both, we both could tell clearly that we were in the bottom after walking in from untucked. And I think if anything, we just took our anger out towards what we could have done better out on each other. But it was, it was great television. I just watched it and I'm so gagged. <laughs> I was it like, really shit, was good we TV. really went in. We really went in. But, uh, 
Yeah, me and him definitely felt um, very heated, the fact that we were in the bottom. And I think we both just took our lashings out on each other. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it makes sense. It's a very intense situation. And, you know, emotions come out in the moment that you're sometimes expecting, sometimes not expecting. But you really did. I love that you seemed really unbothered by the fight i mean like you were like girl i do this for a living i'm not worried so. oh yeah absolutely baby when they told me the song was going to be beyonce i said tell me more okay <laughs> listen like that is what i'm here like and i know that maddie kept on going about new york city and things like that but like that wasn't really the premise essentially what i was coming for is like hey listen i lip sync every single day and that's what i do for my job and the fact that it's a beyonce song compared to your track record that's basically where my mind was at it in that point. Now, he did turn it. I will say that. He did turn it. It was a good fight. I was going to say, also, excuse me, uh, Miss Maddie Morphosis came from a Kylie Minogue lip sync. I mean, Kylie to Beyonce. I mean, we have to give Maddie credit for that. (laughs) Those are two different spectrums that he definitely grasped and grappled. I'm so proud of him. Yes. Test to the limits for this one. Yes. Absolutely. So was there, though, because you did seem like, you know, you were very chill about the the fight in the moment. Was that a little bit of strategy there, though, to sort of playing it confident to maybe throw Maddie a little? Honestly, I wouldn't say strategy, if anything. At that point in the competition, I knew track record compared to track record. Like, I am very much so, like, base matter of fact girl. And I was like, okay, your track record's this compared to mine. And I was like, okay, I think I'm good. I don't see anything to stress out about. This is a song I would do. So I took it with like open mind and was just like, hey, it's here. Let's do it. Let's show the judges what we got. And uh, I think I did pretty good. I can't complain. Yeah. <laughs> you did. You did really well. And I just want to stress again, like you two now, you're both completely fine, right? This is oh, like resolved and literally, over. the second I got back home from production, I called him. I was like, hey, I'm really sorry. Like, mind you, they, they serve us drinks and on talk. So everybody knows everything <laughs> is amplified and elevated. So clearly, like, at that moment, we were very mad at each other, things like that. But like, right after the limp sync, like, we looked at each other and we were like, hey, babe, I love you. I know you love me, things like that. So like, we very much so moved on very quickly. And that is I'm very, very happy sweet. for that. Great. Yeah. No, that is very sweet. Now, there was another moment previously with you and Cornbread in the acting challenge. And in her exit interview that um, we did last week, she said that, again, you were both fine. You both forgot about, you know, butting heads during the super tease Absolutely. the moment it ended. And it was just a high pressure situation. And I was really glad to hear that. And you also, uh, it led to an interesting moment with you um, on Twitter. Shortly after that, you opened up about ADD. So yeah. what inspired you to to make that really important announcement at the time and how did opening up about that affect you emotionally afterwards absolutely and uh what was gonna say cornbread me and her are a-okay listen me and her have gone through you know everything throughout the season and we realized that we're here for each other and i love her to death so anybody listening do not send any hate to cornbread but um the reason i decided to you know bring up my add and things like that was because I think I wanted to just explain to the fans necessarily where my mental state was at the time when I was in the competition. You know, going into an environment with someone who has ADD, ADHD, you're put into a new environment where you're not necessarily used to everything going on. And with that, you have the ability to, you know, show your tendencies that you've controlled over, you know, years and years of practicing on it. So I think what basically I wanted to do with that statement was to let people know, hey, this is where I'm at in this moment. And this is what I was dealing with. Um, Judge me or not, but this is who I am. And this is what, 
you know, I want to advocate for because I don't think a lot of people realize, you know, ADD and ADHD is basically everyone says that, oh, I have ADHD, I have ADD, you know, things like that. It's yeah. basically used as like a layman's term for like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just, I'm just energetic. But when you really have it and you're dealing through those everyday things, it's kind of hard to show people what you're really going through. So that's basically why I wanted to make that statement to show people, Hey, um, I may be talkative. I may be crazy, but this is why. And this is what I'm going through at the moment that you're watching on television. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah. no, I think it's really great that you opened up about that. And hopefully a lot of other people saw that and felt inspired to talk about it openly themselves. So yeah, no, good on you for doing that. No, I do. I do want to go back to this episode. I mean, your Glamazon Prime outfit did unfortunately land you in the bottom. And there yes, were yep. there were some opinions in Untucked about everyone's outfits. I mean, Miss Dio was feeling a certain yeah. way in Untucked before you got in there. So could you feel that the energy was, I guess, different, we'll say, walking into Untucked from the main stage after oh, Dio was in there? <laughs> absolutely. Well, not necessarily because of Dio, but necessarily because of myself and like what I did in the challenge. Mm. Before going into the challenge, you know, Nobody cued me or anything that said, oh, I think you're in the bottom other than Maddie. So let's props to Maddie for being, <laughs> for being the girl to be like, hey, babe, I think you're in the bottom. No one else other than Maddie told me that I was in the bottom. So when I got into Untalked and explained my situation, everyone was like, oh, yeah, we already knew that. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Cute. <laughs> awesome. But I agree with the judges, you know. My uh, accessories were too over-accessorized and my crotch, baby, that was a diaper crotch nobody wants. You know what I mean? (laughs) So uh, I definitely agree with the judges and things like that compared to everybody out in uh, the runway. I definitely deserve to be at the bottom. Absolutely. I mean, you were giving me, and now this might be me reaching a little bit, but I feel like you are giving us a one-woman stage production, a biography on the life of, <laughs> me, of Mimi from Digimon. You looked like Mimi from Digimon yes, this week. You looked like Togemon that. last week. I will absolutely take that, and I love that. You know, anything Digimon, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> anything I will take, so thank you. <laughs> of co- Okay, so it was not the inspiration. I'm reading too much into it. I was definitely going like Samantha from Sex and the City getting fucked on her jeep when the fireworks were going but it didn't really happen that way like oh baby (laughs) so even though you were in the bottom it did lead to a a really great lip sync moment between you and maddie i mean we got a taste of the dance moves that jasmine is capable of that you've been talking about since episode one so are you the kind of queen that had this lip sync sort of like choreographed out in your head before hitting the stage or was that all like a freestyle approach that came to you in that moment not at all now the thing is with my like performances like i am a choreo queen but oh come on come on police passing me in the taxi mm-hmm. I love I'm so sorry they're, com- but, they're coming for you for Santa yes they're coming for me for Santa Maddie, <laughs> but um, essentially I don't really have a plan when I go into lip syncs if anything I know the rhythm and I listen to the eight count and essentially see what moves I can hit on specific parts but other than that I was really feeling you know the energy the things like that and like I will tell you that was my first time um, ever lip syncing and when the girls say you literally black out when they say lip sync for your life you really do black out so I was yeah. genuinely like in a tunnel vision of just like, kill it, kill it, kill it. And uh, thankfully I did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm here another week. (laughs) I mean, yeah, you definitely did kill it. That's why the sirens are in the back. They really are chasing you. It was a sleigh (laughs) on the main stage. Now, I mean, this reveal of these great dance moves is yet another, I think, addition to the Jasmine Kennedy slash Alyssa Edwards crossover universe. So were you gagged when Ruth said that you were a younger Alyssa last week? Oh, absolutely. Because first of all, I was like, I don't want to get sued by the girl, nor do I want her to come attack me. She is my goddess. You know what I mean? I was like, so don't call me younger. But I definitely did appreciate it because... 
you know, she saw that I take my drag very serious, you know, like Alyssa does herself. So yeah. it showed me that the judges saw that what I was trying to sell and convey and that they resonated with it. So I was very mm-hmm. appreciative of that. Absolutely. So have you have you heard from Alyssa at all or talked to her about that moment? Oh, yeah, she definitely did. She called me. It was so funny. <laughs> Georges, I thought it was Georges calling me. I was like, oh, my God, oh my God. Yeah, I get to keep you with my girl. But uh, Georges and her had a gig together at Mall of America, and it's Alyssa on the FaceTime. And I like literally was like, and I was in a hotel in Texas, and I was like, oh my God, stop, I'm not ready for this. And then there goes Miss Alyssa Edwards on the FaceTime, and she goes, oh my God, Miss Jasmine. And I like literally freaked out. <laughs> I was in the hotel at Texas and at a gig I had, and I was like, what are you doing FaceTiming me off of Georges' phone? And she was like, baby, I have a gig with her, and I had to call you, and she said you had your number, and I just want to let you know I love you and keep on doing you, and it was honestly the best feeling I could ever get, you know, validation wise in terms of someone who's been on Drag Race and who has gone through what I've gone through. It was the biggest feeling and the biggest appreciation I could ever ask for. So I was very happy to hear from her. It was very sweet. I mean, yeah, we need now what we need is like, you know, that movie Burlesque with Cher and Christina. Yes. We need burlesque with uh, Alyssa and Jasmine. I think that Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Listen, we, got, we just got to DM uh, World of Wonder and be like, hey, baby, let's do Alyssa and Jasmine's <laughs> secret. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yes. They are yeah. in the business of, you know, Oscar uh, nominated films now with yeah. uh, as of Tammy Faye. So, I mean, we got to get this going. Oscars for Well, Alyssa baby, I hope after this on Tuck, we get another Emmy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yes, like Candy. Oh, my God. New York keeps winning Emmys. I mean, well, listen, Candy we know last how to bring year. the drama. We know how to we, listen. When we want to say something, we know how to say something. <laughs> yes, you do. And I would have it no other way. Now, um, I just have a few more things that I want to ask you about. I mean, this this lip sync. I mean, again, this this poor straight man. My heart goes out to our beloved Maddie, who had to do. Yeah, what shout out to Maddie. Yeah. You really did do it. No, honestly, yes. he did turn it out. And from the other girls' perspective, they were very much so like it was a tight race. So mm-hmm. it was very much so that. Yes. Maddie is, a, is, is such a sweetheart. I mean, and just going from Kylie to Beyonce, I mean, this man was put through it. But there was also this really great moment where it looked like you wanted to annihilate that poor Miss Maddie Morphosis near the end. She kind of stumbles like she's about to fall into you and your eyes just turn into daggers and you glance over at her and I thought I was going to die. Yeah. So what was going through your mind in that moment? Oh my God. So like before the lip sync, I was like, clearly I was like, okay, I have to win. I have to win. I have to win. I talked to all this shit and untucked. I have to do something, you know, <laughs> while I was there in the moment, you know, I definitely was just like, let free, let's have it and not worry about necessarily what Maddie's doing or what the judges are reacting to and just feel it in your soul. And I definitely think I did that for them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Were you conscious that you did that like sort of dagger eyeball moment to Maddie? Oh, no, not at all. So like when that moment happened, when we like ran into each other and I looked at him, I had no idea. I was like, oh, baby, you're doing your thing. I'm doing my thing. So like, let me sell it, you know? So, yeah. yeah. And nobody will ever run into you ever again um, in a lip sync after that. Never moment, again, baby. <laughs> it's the curse <laughs> of Jasmine Kennedy right now. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> So the last thing I have to know, you know, going forward in the competition, how did this experience of being in the bottom sort of inform how you, your headspace, I guess, heading into next week, knowing that you are now at the bottom of the pack on the report card with this, uh, you know, bottom two, did that sort of light a fire going into next week? 
Absolutely. If anything, it just told me, hey, you're doing the right things, but at the same time, you need to elevate yourself in one way that the judges aren't seeing it. So I definitely took it as a learning experience as well as a like a pat on the back to be like, hey, you're doing it right, but at the same time, you need to bring it to the next level. Yeah. Well, Jasmine, I think that's the end of our time. And gladly, this is not the end of your time tonight. So on the show, is there anything else that you want to share or anything that you remember about filming this episode that you want to you want to share? Um, nothing other than, uh, thank you so much for the support and remember to not send hate to any of my sisters. We are here united together and we are here, um, to show love to everyone and please do not send any hate to anybody else. Absolutely. That is a great message to end on. Thank you so much, Jasmine Kennedy. I cannot wait to see what you do on the show next. Everyone, RuPaul's Drag Race season 14 continues next Friday at 8 p.m. on VH1 and we will be back here on EW's Twitter spaces at 10.05 Eastern, 7.05 Pacific next week with another season 14 queen for a new recap. So good night, everybody. And thank you again, Jasmine. Thank you, Joey. Good night. Bye. This quick drag episode is produced by Chanel Johnson, Sammy Junio, and Lauren Klein. Executive produced by Shayna Krokmal and Eva Wong. Edited by Lauren Klein. Full episode transcripts are available at EW.com. <laughs>